This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Welcome to the first episode of the fourth season of the Saturday Quiz. It's so nice to be back. My name's John Leary, and on this podcast, I ask the questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper, and a different pair of guests each week try to answer them. Joining me this week is the writer and the director of A Broadcast Coup, which is a brand new play which has just opened at the Ensemble Theatre in Sydney. Welcome to the show, Melanie Tate and Janine Watson. Hi, Johnny. Hi, Johnny. It's so nice to have you both on. Thank you for coming coming on and doing the quiz. Lovely to be here. Yeah? It's such a pleasure, although we're both a bit scared because we've just been in a rehearsal room for basically like the last month, six weeks. And what were you saying, Janine, about how like what we think the news is at the moment? Well, we think the news is our play. But <laughs> your play does kind of have, uh, I guess, kind of current affairs-y yeah. uh, vibe to it. Explain yeah, the broadcast coup. What what is it about? Well, just on the news thing though, it's we've got oh, yes. actual made up news stories in it, so we don't know what's real and what's um, fake news anymore. I see um, because it it the the <laughs> play takes place in, in the inside a newsroom, like a yeah. radio newsroom. That's right. Do you right. want the play is about the dynamics within a team of broadcasters. Um, who've been working together for a long time. And it's about the sort of revelations of the lead host of this national program and how uh, there's a podcaster who is doing an expose on this man. And you sort of follow that journey. And the um, podcaster yeah. is a former producer of, or used to work for this radio host. This Exactly. Uh, That's yeah, right. So, right. But really, you know, for me as a director, the play is a character study about the relationships and power dynamics between people. And, and also it's hugely generational. Mel's really represented a huge cross-section of generations and it's about the disparities between those relationships and their politics and their, you know, how they relate to the, the issues of the day based on their life and their own history. Yeah, right. Am I right? It kind of takes in the Me Too, the post-Me Too kind of movement, I guess. Yeah, well, it was written, Johnny, in 2019. So um, Mm -hmm. 2018, 2019. And so, you know, all of that stuff was very, very fresh. And we were cancelled Four days into rehearsal was when the first lockdown happened. You weren't, I mean, we you all... weren't cancelled because of <laughs> yeah, we any inappropriate yeah. behaviour. You weren't cancelled in the we'll comments. Cancel, were, yeah, we'll cancel the show like, was postponed, yeah, I guess. Postponed because of this thing, like this <laughs> pandemic you've probably heard about. I think one of the challenges was really to sort of bring it into, into that world where the conversation has moved on. It's moved on beyond the kind of, the sort of perps in this world that are quite dastardly, the Harvey Weinsteins, et cetera. We wanted to move on from that in this play. Yeah, and, yeah. and really the play is looking at this, the cultural and structural issues that keep the grey areas of these behaviours still mm. happening now, yeah. Not, yeah. Your, not your villains and the ones that are easy to get because yeah. they've 
actually committed rape or they've actually committed really terrible. Yeah, but it's but the that, kind of yeah, that, the top that down in, entrenched kind of yeah, uh, I guess behavior that that is not necessarily illegal but just mm. uh, but like we'd prefer it not to be, yeah we'd prefer yeah. it not to be happening and i think yeah. we all we all have people in our lives or we know people i said you know i'm saying people but it's it's, it's mainly it's men. men we yeah. we know we know men in our lives who you know might be our friends they might be people that we love that we can maybe even recognize that something they're doing in their life is a little bit dodgy and they probably shouldn't be doing it you don't want them to be cancelled you don't want them to be like sitting in their bedroom for the rest of their life depressed, but you want yeah. them to stop what they're doing, you yeah. know? So it's kind of about that. Yeah. That. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Listen, let's get into the quiz. We could talk oh, about this all day, I'm sure. We're so nervous. Oh, my but God. Let's get into oh the quiz. God. You're going to be fine. Oh, no. Before we do that. Mm. So in, in the last season, and I think I'll keep doing it in this season too, I've been asking my guests if they have a favorite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Oh, my current favourite piece of trivia sure, yes. is that the very first Australian female cricket commentator in 1983 on the Channel 9 Wide World of Sports was yes. the actress Kate Fitzpatrick. Really? Yes. That's Did a, you that's know that? That's great. No, I did it's not a, know that. A bit of trivia, hey? Wow. What was her – why her in particular? Do well – she was already right. She used to write a weekly column for one of the Saturday papers or Sunday papers mm-hmm. about her life, you know, because she's like this charismatic lady about town. Yeah. She wrote a lot about cricket because she's loved cricket since oh. she was a little girl. And somebody at Channel 9 spotted her and thought, you know what, this will be a fun thing to do. Let's get her on. Wow. And it's like this tiny bit of our history that no one knows no about. No one knows, yeah. And, just a- and, yeah. A little blip. And it probably took, what, another 30 years before? Yeah, it was 2008. 2008 before. <laughs> yeah. Goodness <laughs> yeah. me. Oh, what? Yeah, Good it's little... nuts. Absolutely nuts. So there's, that, that's a bit of trivia. That's a great bit like of trivia. That. I love that. Thank you. What about you, <laughs> Janine? Got, Do you have a favourite? Um, You've gone look, blank? Uh, I've gone blank and it really annoys me because I know that I'll finish this and go, I, I like, I'll think of something random at three in the morning. <laughs> And text it to Johnny. Come back to me in text. We have to take a quick break. We'll be back with the real bits of trivia right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm with Janine Watson and Melanie Tate. We're going to start with question number one. Which American musician, singer, songwriter and record producer's albums include Odelay, Morning Phase, Modern Guilt, Colours and Hyperspace? Do any of those ring a bell? Uh, no. Janine, do they ring a bell for you? Hyperspace does? Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you're so much cooler than me. Somewhere in the transoms of my mind. I thought the one that, that tripped it for me was Odelay. Odelay. Like, is that because it's like Odelay? Like, you know, like, are we got Still some quite a, 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 a uh, 
a not a yodeler. It's not a yodeler, but this this artist, Mm. it's a man, has Mm. has, he's I guess known for his breadth of style. So each album does kind of a different thing. Yeah. He's released 14 studio albums Mm -hmm. as well as several Mm non-album singles and a book of sheet music. He goes by one, you know, he's a a mononym. He goes by one name. Beck? It is Beck. Yay, well done. Very well done. I had no idea, but well done. It was the hyperspace. Oh, okay. Yeah, and also good. the, but also the um, the the he's done the breadth of musical stars. Things, also, when you said one name, I was like, well, it's not Madonna. It's no. got to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Beck. So Do you know what his um, what his real full name is? No. His name is his first name is actually Beck. Which really, what's his? Is it like Beckley McBexon or no? Like... It's Beck, and he was born. Be- they spelt Beck when he was born, just B E K. Uh, but he now goes by B-E-C-K, Beck. Beck David is his middle name. And he used to be Campbell, uh, but he's now Hanson. He oh. is the son of American visual artist Bibby Hanson and Canadian arranger, composer and conductor David Campbell. Bibby was one of Andy Warhol's oh. quote-unquote superstars. So she was hanging out with Andy Warhol. And David Campbell, his father, is a multi-instrumentalist who played on recording sessions such as, like, some huge albums, Carol King's Tapestry, Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, and Bill Withers' Lean On Me. That is great wow. trivia. Isn't oh, that right? Can I ask, do you think that growing up with a name like Beck, like, so Beck now, we're like, Beck is Beck, that's a muso. Yeah. But do you think growing up as a young kid, called Beck and being a boy would have been a bit like boy named Sue for him. Like Beck is such like when we think of Beck's, like would he have had boy yeah. named Sue vibes in his life, you know? Yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, he he grew up in, you know, well, with an Andy Warhol oh, kind so of mum and a Go Beck. Right, with well all done. one right, so Yeah, you one, one from one. It's very one good. Great. Question number yeah, two. Yeah, good on you, Mel. What Thanks, is Myanmar's largest river and most important commercial waterway. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit really... of a tough one. I, I mean, do you do you oh know any God. river in Myanmar? That's that's going to be the answer. I feel if like you we do, sh- Mel. I'll be. I. 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 Uh, my impression goes no, beyond. Oh, but I feel like we should because of all those movies that are made about the Burmese railway yeah, and that Myanmar right. used to be right. Burma. So yeah. I feel like the minute you say it, we're going to be, of course, it's yeah. like the whatever river it is. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. Oh, pass on so that. The, the language is still called, uh, even though the country's Myanmar, the language is still called Burmese. And the meaning of this uh, river's name is abounding in riches in oh. Burmese. So is it a long word? Is it a long word? And it has four syllables. It starts with a vowel. <laughs> oh, it's so it's the O something. No, it's the it, e it's something. the R. Well, it starts with I, I so it's, I think it's E. Is it e? Yeah, you're really gonna have to sound it out to get us there because I, I don't really think, have. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> and look, I, to be honest, I didn't. Did you know this. it? Yeah. No, I, but I have heard of it, so I reckon it's in there. I reckon you'll hear it and you'll go, oh, I, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, it was good. In, 
Emma. You know what I mean? You know why else I should know this? Is Tell there's me. this wonderful book years ago called Butterfly Kisses, which is by um, Colin McFedrin, who is the journalist Ian McFedrin's father and was one of the most beautiful men who ever walked this earth. And when he was a child, he had to escape. Um, he was Burmese mm-hmm. yep. and he and his family had to escape this uh, they did this amazing journey out of Burma when he was a kid, like with no food and like he had to take care of his little brothers and sisters. He was like seven years old or something. And that river is for sure in this book. And oh. that that book is, I, I'm so glad we get a chance just to even mention that book's existence because it's beautiful and he was a beautiful, tell, beautiful man. Tell me what it's called, Butterfly Kisses. I think it's Butterfly Kisses, but maybe that's the song by Joshua Caddison. <laughs> it is a song, but it's also, <laughs> it looks like it's a little golden book. like a, uh, White a, Butterflies. It's called White Butterflies. Oh. White Butterflies, sorry, uh-uh. by Colin right. McFedrin. And it's the most, it's after the Japanese um, invasion and they've got to, he's got to get his family out and it's just, like, I mean, the only reason it wouldn't have been made into a movie yet is how hard would it be to film to, a film in Myanmar or or to make anywhere look like Myanmar with little kids, you know, yeah, like, and right. like go through hardship because it's just the most extraordinary story. And he, he emerged from that as one of the most beautiful, peaceful, like somebody who could be wow. so filled with anger, you know. Yeah. You're just like, wow, what a blessing that I got to spend time with that person. He was one of those sort of people. So I'm oh, sorry, don't so know nice. the name of the river and I'm very sad. Yeah, you've given me lots of uh, <laughs> lots of stuff to, <laughs> lots yeah. of info except the name of the yeah. river. No, no, what is it, Johnny? It is the Irrawaddy. 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 Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Irrawaddy. Yeah. The Irrawaddy. Yeah. Yeah. It was in that. I, I wasn't sure how I was going to get you there. If yeah. you didn't know it. So yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. that's a strike. I mean you that's okay. All anyway, right. Next, Question next number one. three. Oh what word can be used to mean moderate and to describe a specific process of heating and cooling chocolate? Temper. Very good. Did you get that from MasterChef? Sure did. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and also because we like um Mel wrote a line in our play here, this is relevant. Play trivia. She chose a, a word specifically for Ben Gerard's character Troy, um, yes. where she says, "Temper the excited vibes," oh, and um, good. specifically chose that word. So I, it was it's been in the front of my frontal lobe, and it's yeah. very clever now. Well, that well yeah, that's using the the that the former uh, meaning, which means to moderate. That's right. Mm, exactly. Excellent. Good work. Do either of you know how to temper cho- chocolate? I know how oh, to I'm eat like... chocolate. <laughs> I have never tempered chocolate myself, but as with everybody, because I have watched it multiple times on MasterChef, I'm sure all I'd need is a spatula and a mm. cool stainless steel bench and I'd be sweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and w- one of those uh, candy thermometers so you can God. get a yes. precise. Amazing. Yeah. Very well done. well done. Question number four. Red blood cells are created in which part of the body? This is a multiple choice. Do you know Ooh. the answer? I think, look, I actually think I might because I oh. used to want to be a doctor. Give it a crack. Right. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna um, make myself an idiot though from this. No, I think, I think it might be in the bone marrow. It is the bone marrow. Very oh, well dude. done. Oh, dude! Wow. I had. A, I you had multiple. You didn't even need the multiple choices. Didn't need the multiple. So choices. A is bone marrow. B is spleen, <laughs> or C is pancreas. Do you know what the spleen or the pancreas yes. do? Yes. The, the pancreas creates insulin. 
Very good. Right? And this, like, I'm, I'm not even joking. I wanted to be a doctor. This I'm is still, amazing. I'm still, I'm still regretful that I'm not. Don't um, well, you regret. You're a time, successful girl. playwright. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so, and, and I just put doctors in my shows. Um, and <laughs> the spleen. The spleen's a little trickier. I yeah. It, it, it would be some, like, it'd be some, some um, hormone, I would imagine, but I can't think. Of, yeah. What, what is it, Johnny? The spleen controls the level of white blood cells, red blood ah. cells, and platelets. Ah. So it, it screens the blood right. and removes any old or damaged red Gosh, blood cells. Our bodies are amazing. Aren't they Aren't amazing? they? Just hearing that. And also that, the, holy the pancreas you, has a dual kind of role. Yeah. Uh, so you talked about the hormone insulin. Is it to do with urine? No, it, it is the digestive system. That, so it, it is part of the endocrine or endocrine system. So that's where it makes the insulin. But the exocrine pancreas produces enzymes that help to digest food, particularly protein. Oh, go yeah. pancreas. Go, go pancreas. Go. But yes, red blood cells pancreas. are created in the bone marrow. Very well Well done, done Melanie Tate. Dr. Dr. Tate. Thank you. Dr. Tate sounds good. It does. What a shame. You, but you could still get a PhD. Yeah, something. just get a PhD. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Question, just get a PhD. I mean, <laughs> how hard could it be? Question number five. The online game Wordle requires players to guess a word comprising how many letters, and there's a bonus point for naming how many guesses a player is allowed. Is it five and six? It is five and six. Do uh-huh. Are you not Wordle, Wordle players? No. I look. I've done Melanie, it. Melanie, I'm twice. so surprised. I'm, I'm a terrible at. Uh, I love the. I love the New York crossword. I've got the app, but but Wordle is one step of mystery too far for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But Janine, I yes. Feel, you... Oh, look. I've done it a couple of times, and I must say, the early success is so thrilling <laughs> that as soon as you have to go beyond three guesses, I, I was. <laughs> I, I had no willpower. Wow. <laughs> I, I love it. Do it every day? Yeah, I do it daily. Come into your phone? I, I usually do it, this is weird, but I usually do it at midnight when, when it clicks over. I think I'm probably worldwide one of the first people to do it. Oh, right. you know, there's New Zealand, then us. And, uh, yeah. It's such a happy it. story how the creator of that sold it to the Isn't New York Times for $7 million. Like, what like, a happy, Good beautiful. on him. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. It's like... And he made it apparently just like to because he, he I made guess, it for, a fun, his girlfriend. for his fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like yay, they've got a beautiful house because of that. Like exactly. and people love it. And and That's yeah, amazing. he's made people happy all over the world. Exactly. Each daily game uses a word from a randomly ordered list of two thousand three hundred and nine words out of the approximate thirteen thousand five letter words in the English language. Wow. Yeah. All right, we're going to take another little break. We'll be back with the rest of the questions right after this. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Melanie Tate and Janine Watson, and we are up to question number six. Question number six. Which English Premier League team that finished second on the ladder last year recently lost an EPL game to Brighton for the first time since 1961? Do you have any idea about this, Janine? Look, I only have my Premier League names in my head from Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, yeah, that, so, that so I know a few you, names. Do you, I, I, do you have just, one, Mel? I've just, just got, throw out I, I some just, of those okay, so the big ones. Manchester United, Chelsea... Uh, Newcastle. Fulham, you haven't said it um, yet. Manchester City, Matt Newcastle. Liverpool. Liverpool is oh, the right great. answer. Right, eventually. I, Very well I, done. I, I, was, I thought it was Man City. I was going to be like plugging it. No, but, it um, wasn't Man City, I'm uh, afraid. Coach Jurgen Klopp labelled Liverpool's dismal 3-0, 3-0 defeat at Brighton on the 14th of January as the worst he has seen during his Anfield reign. But it gets worse. In the time since the question was written, they lost again to Brighton. What? 2-1 on the 30th. How about that? Wow. So Brutal. they haven't lost well, they... since 1961 to Brighton and then they do it twice in Well, I feel like if someone said that about them after they did it the first time, that wouldn't exactly help. That wouldn't exactly, <laughs> you know, fill me with confidence. Poor things. <laughs> Maybe they need to Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso that. They and, you know, believe. They need a little believe. sign saying believe above their door. Yeah. I think we're doing a lot better yeah. at this than we thought, Janine. You're doing very well, I think. I reckon. Oh, look, between the two of us. Yeah, you've uh, got it. All right. Question number seven. Which Hollywood actor was charged last month with involuntary manslaughter following an on-set shooting death Alec in Baldwin. 2021? Alec Baldwin is sadly the correct answer. Mm. Do you remember what the film was called? It's called like something like Shake or something like. Or, yeah. Yeah, something along those lines. It's like a one, one word. word. Yeah. Yeah. What was it called? Rust. Rust. That's right. Rust. Yes. And do you do you remember the name of the woman that was killed? I'm sorry, that I don't. Cinematographer. Oh, that's terrible. Halnia Hutchins oh. died after being wounded during rehearsals in 2021 in New Mexico. I mean, that's yeah. everyone's nightmare. It is just mm. horrific and horrible. Mm. And uh, like, as an actor. You know, when, mm. who has shot guns, mm. you know, on sets, you just, uh, I can't, I can't even fathom how mm. it has, ha- that mm. has no. happened. No, mm. I, I can't fathom can't it either. understand. It's is there, bonkers. Is there actually any reason why there should ever be ammunition within a gun? No. Scene? Like because of sound, no. sound and kind no. of foley stuff? absolutely not. So, yeah. That's the thing. It's just so awful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Okay. Moving on. Question number eight. In 2022, was Australia's weather affected by an El Nino or La Nina climate phenomenon? La Nina. La Nina. La Nina. Very well done. How, how do you know that? What? I kept getting it mixed up. News. Yeah, and the news. Well, El Nino, checked. would you know why I get it mixed up? Is because in Bridget Jones' diary, 
mm-hmm. El Nino was going on in the film. Like like that that was a shot around the time oh. when El Nino was and and there's quite a funny little line in there where this guy says um, she's interviewing for a news program and he says, uh-huh. what do you think of the El Nino phenomenon? Oh, that's and right. she says, it's a blib, Latin music's on its way out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I know it's not El Nino that's, that's because funny. that was back yeah. then. And yeah. it's, it's the girl one. That's another good way of remembering it. We've been living through the girl one. Yeah. La Nina. Yeah. Very well done. Right? You got that very quickly. Got All right, question you? number nine. Mm-hmm. Chris Hipkins is Prime Minister oh. of which country? New Zealand. New Zealand. There you go. Oh, I, was trying to say it, I was trying to say it at the same time as you. That's, it's one that, that's actually a story that has happened since we've been doing our show, so I'm really impressed with us on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a uh, fake news item in your play? No, no. That came true? That yeah. Has anything that you – have you been prophetic with any of your – News items? No, but I'd like to think that one of them we would be. So there's one news item, you know, there's sort of fun little news item. And we had to make them not all that, you know what I mean? Like they had to be able to last forever. One of them Mm. is that squatters have been caught in Jamie Packer's guest house after living there for three years. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. You know what? I would love that to happen for those squatters. So can you imagine being in James Packer's guest house for three years? Like in Bellevue Hill, I'm sure there's water views in that place. Like there would be a swimming pool for Shawbies, like your own personal swimming pool. It would just be amazing. So that's you one should, I have Why to. don't you make it happen? You you should uh, well, you squat there. Yeah, I think I should there. because like he's not he's not in Australia. He'd never know. If you had, uh, I love. I'd also love that. I think if you had the chutzpah to do that, yeah, go for it. And just go, yeah. And the gardener comes and you go, yeah, yeah. No, I'm staying here. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, and like it's cleared with Jim, Jim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wear the right clothes. Do that. Like have the right vibe. You know, mm. it's like when I was growing up, my grandmother would always take us if we went into the city for the day. She'd take us to the Hilton to the toilet, and she was always like, "We had to walk in like we Just owned in. the place." Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like we had to. She said, "Like we have to walk in like we're meant to be here." So no kind of being scared. Yeah, of I was going to say that's the, that's the hotel pool. Yeah, uh, isn't kind it? of phenomenon. Yeah, where you just go, yeah, I'm going to the pool. Yeah, I'm going to the pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're up to our final question. <gasps> oh my gosh! No way! This is pretty exciting. Yeah, can't wait. You've to... done very Thank well. You. You've got a great many of them straight off. I feel very proud. It Me was too, only today. really the Irrawaddy that you didn't know. Mm. And but anyway, the here one. we go. Mm. And the football one, yeah. sure. Question number ten: Who wrote? To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, come on. Harpalee. Yeah, that's like, I mean, what is that so even doing it? in a quiz? Yeah. Did you make yeah, that Yeah, true. Up? And I said it like I was a winner. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> you went, oh, come on. Yeah. Come so on. You were Give me something harder. Much cooler All right. than me then. All right. You're so much cooler. Whereas you I was like, something harder? You know, that was like a celebrity yes. quiz question, Johnny. Like, you know how on the celebrity games of like um, Sale of the Century and stuff, the celebrity yeah. questions are really easy? Yes. Yes. That's, a, that's one of those. What? Okay. I love it. I don't I love it. I what love it. then? Now, if you want, I've, if I've you want a hardest question, mm. tell me what the second novel, the the prequel, but it's a sequel to. Yep. To Kill a Mockingbird. Go set the, the Watchmen. Wow! Even that the bonus question. Yeah. The wow, made up fantastic. bonus question you yeah. got. You're, Very well done. You're talking with some nerds here. <laughs> so, I mean, I shouldn't speak for Janine because she is very cool, but. 
but also I am not we're cool. all a bit nerdy. I'm a nerd. And, we're theatre nerds, know, which uh, yeah. are the best yeah. kind of nerds. Yeah, that's um, right. Thank you both so much oh, for doing the quiz. thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Tell that was me... fun and I feel much smarter me than too. I feel. Oh, Good. And a broadcast coup, which is which opened just the other night, plays at the Ensemble Theatre in Kirribilli until the 4th of March. Is that correct? It does indeed. And uh, it is the most gorgeous place to go to the theatre as well. Like, you know, like, obviously we want everybody to see our play because we're so proud of it. But also, like, what a glorious way to spend your afternoon or your evening, you know? Yeah. It's go over divine. the bridge. Yeah. You know? Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Break thank legs thank with you. the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Thanks, Johnny. Thank and you. I'm sure I'm sure it'll go really, really well. And happy I wish I could get up and see it. Oh, same. But happy rehearsals to you and we'll see you in your play yes. in a few weeks. Thank you very months. much. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, you thank betcha. you. Take All care. Right. Bye. Bye. See you, Johnny. Bye. See you, Mel. Bye, Janine. Bye, Johnny. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't done so already, there are over a hundred other episodes for you to listen to. And if you have a moment, give me a five-star rating or write a review for the show to help other people discover this podcast. Thank you to my fabulous guests, Melanie Tate and Janine Watson. And as always, very special thanks to Cindy McDonald for writing the quiz. This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people. I pay my respects to their elders past and present. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.